It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Welcome in. It is Priority Talk Live, and uh, we're glad to be here. Had a small technical difficulty, but we've got it working now. Uh, Greg Davis here in studio with you for Priority Talk Live on Tuesday, January the 3rd. Nate Williams here as well. Stuart with us also. We are live streaming on our Facebook page now as well. And uh, how's that going? Can we hear that? Is, is Are we getting out now, Stuart? Yes. Okay. Well, I've got my Facebook pulled up here, and I don't hear it there. So... Uh, let's see if we can, I don't know, let's check on that. But, uh, hey, we're here. It is Tuesday, but it seems like Monday. There we go. Now it's on. Now it's on. So, uh, okay, now we're now we're rocking. Okay, we are got everything rolling. We came on, I talked about it a minute or two, and then we realized we weren't uh, being heard. And um, I appreciate you guys um, on Facebook. There you go, Brandon. We appreciate your input there and your help. He says he can hear us now. So I think that we're all good. All righty. Hey, bad weather out there. Hope everybody's safe and well. Um, been been quite a little day for storms across north and central Alabama. Um, much of that now has is pushing on through the area, although if you're in east Alabama, um, you're going, hey, not us yet. It's not out of here yet. Uh, but it will be within the next couple of hours. At least this wave of bad weather uh, will sort of uh, push on through. And I guess there could be more tonight, quite possibly. But it seems like for now, most of the weather has pushed on through. Um, still chance of severe thunderstorms, things like that. But I don't believe we have any watches or warnings or anything like that at this point. Um, just, you know, thunderstorm potential, uh, stuff like that. Uh, if you're in kind of Coleman and then headed northeast, uh, you're going to be getting some really heavy rain, say, between Huntsville and, uh, and Marshall County. Uh, Gunnersville on up through Scottsboro over the next hour or so. Uh, a lot of heavy rain coming that direction. Uh, so uh, hang on for that. And then if you're uh, south of uh, Birmingham, uh, say uh, south of Tuscaloosa, moving on across um, Shelby County, and uh, Clippin may be uh, the southern portion of Jefferson County. A lot of good rain there coming as, as long as uh, also over the next little bit. Uh, Sylacauga, Alexander City, a lot of those uh, still heavy rain, potential thunderstorms, but just be careful out there. If something changes, if there's a um, a warning or uh, a watch or something like that that we feel like is relevant that you need to know about, we will certainly uh, give you an update. We've been keeping up with it and uh, kind of we're ready to do weather coverage today, quite honestly. We were ready. But uh, it seems like everything's sort of cleared up for the most part other than the uh, the heavy rain. Okay, how's everybody doing coming off the holiday weekend? Stuart, all good over there? All right. Um, glad glad you got us on the air. Doing all right. Thank you. Good. Yeah, it was. I should have caught it sooner. But okay. You know. well, what, what, uh, 
Jack came in. Did he fix or did you just no, sit? No, I just I realized what it was. Realized what it was. Okay. On my way to go get him. Well, good. Well, man, look. Let me t- let me say this. I was doing a whole lot better first segment when I when I wasn't on the air than I am right now. Oh man, it's hard to do it again. It, it, that's true. I mean, that's I had true. already done it. My mouth was moving, but no sound was coming across mm. over the air, and I was doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, it was January two, first show of the new year. And I was clipping it, man. I mean, great it was awesome, awesome opening. And then Stuart, uh, I don't think you're going out. <laughs> so now, it, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, Nate, all good with you? It's all good. Might be a couple pounds heavier, but you know, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll work that off. I can relate to that. A that little happens, bit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I can, uh, that definitely happens over the holidays. But hey, that's what January second's for. Yeah, uh, January first or second. I, I didn't really start yesterday with anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was still holiday. Yeah, of course. It ho- yeah, <laughs> it stretches for a while. And there's this fog. I got to, like, wake myself up. It's like, okay, let, let's get going. We're, we're after the yeah. holidays now. So what changes for you? <sighs> what changes? Are we, are we talking, like, uh, resolutions? Well, you said, or, or you said, you know, pounds. What, what do you do? Eat better uh, or not eat as much okay, or for, both? For me, uh, the big thing is soda. Okay. I have yeah. to. I'm such a sucker for soda, uh, particularly yeah. Sundrop. Oh, Sundrop. Uh, are you not a Sundrop fan? No. I, it, it's, it's good to me. I don't no. know why. I, and I just what I have decided like? I have to. It's a cross between. Well, so you're healthy. So you don't. No, you, no, don't say you're, that. You're a healthy person. I, uh, For me, it's a cross between Mountain Dew and Sprite. And now it's gone to the point where I like it so much to where I can't drink Sprite or Mountain Dew quite the same way because it's like it's missing something. So uh, well, I don't like Sprite. Okay, you don't. I like Mountain Dew. Okay. Probably too much. Yeah. I try not to drink them very often. Though. So, hey, and, and that's good. And so for me, you're saying, all right, what what changes? Soda. I got okay, it. I got to just it. cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's true. Um, okay. I'm changing shirts here. I'm getting a little warm in yeah. here. Clearing off. Okay. Um, Stuart's, Stuart's taking his off. Man, it's getting hot in here. All right. We're getting rolling. I had the, you know, the little pullover on, but it, that, that had to come off. Um, sweet tea? No, I mean you're you're not a true not a southerner. Big, okay, so you weren't raised I know it doesn't on count. sweet tea. I like the Arnold Palmer okay. stuff. Yeah. It's not quite the same, but the half lemonade, half tea thing. Yeah, my I, wife likes that. Those are good to me. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't ever call it a Arnold Palmer though. Yeah, she she just calls well, it. What half did she call half. it? Half, half and half. half. Yeah, I guess half and half where I grew up was half unsweet, yeah, half and sweet. And she does that too. Okay. She will but do how that does as she well. differentiate between? I think the... she just tells them what she wants. If she's ordering it, <laughs> yeah. she'll just say. But I think she's moved on more now to half unsweet, half sweet versus the lemon. The, the lemonade. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think. But there was a point there which she would get it that way. I yeah. don't know if she's listening. She may want to tell me I'm wrong or clarify, but <laughs> uh, something to that effect. Yeah. Um, man, a lot going on uh, over the weekend and and in the world. Um, and we'll just begin where everyone else is beginning, and that was with this. Um, almost unbelievable um uh hard to believe uh, tragic situation last night is it can we call it tragic i think so um of this uh, football player for the bills uh damar hamlin now i'm mm-hmm. not gonna sit here and act like i knew anything about damar hamlin before about 10 o'clock last night i'd never heard his name i was not watching the game i told you i was reading a book yeah and um i got ready to turn it out about 10 o'clock and i just i think i picked up my phone or something and saw a notice where hey something had happened and i looked at it and was like wow i watched the play and i was like my god the play doesn't seem like that big of a deal mm. um, but the guy just got up and then just fell out 
yes and went into a cardiac arrest and so i wasn't watching it in real time i've just seen the footage of the guys on the sidelines just crying yeah um coming together in prayer Mm -hmm. amazing uh you know when times get a little rough or unknown or yeah everybody turns to prayer absolutely Uh, we don't seem to do that when things are going well (laughs) nope um but when when times get tough people turn to prayer and i think that tells you something about uh us as humans yes Um, you know you can deny god all you want and all this kind of but but when when things are are bad we look up yeah and so um so this guy had a cardiac arrest. They, uh, you know, treated him there, defibrillator, CPR, mm-hmm. all that on the sideline. Y'all tell me if I'm getting something wrong. No, um, I, I think that's what they did. Took him in an ambulance, and uh, he is on, uh, I think, a, a ventilator at this yes, point. Yes, I think so. I think the last we heard. And he is um, in critical condition, last I heard. Mm. And it's a really, really bad situation. Yeah. Very bad. They yeah. canceled the game, which practically never happens for an injury rarely I mean, ever has it ever happened 51 years ago give or take someone actually died playing football and 50 years ago they kept playing the game afterwards mm. so to shut down a game yeah. is very rare well you know when i first looked at it i thought that it, the hit just didn't seem like much. No, it didn't. The play. It, I almost just wondered, was that just the timing just happened to be that he made a tackle, he's playing football, and he has a heart attack or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Was it just happened to be the timing? He could have been, you know, at home, or he could have been on the field, or he could have been at, you know, wherever, church or wherever. Yeah. And he just happened to be on the football field. But the more we've read about it today, we're, we're actually, and, and this does sound vaguely familiar to me, there. There uh, apparently is a uh, uh, a medical condition or a medical incident that can happen where uh, if you get hit in the chest at just the right time, mm. at, the, at the right uh, force, yeah, right at the perfect timing, um, that something like this can happen. And I do remember hearing stories. Of, of at least one or maybe maybe it was a couple but I do remember a story of seems like a kid or someone playing baseball and getting hit in the chest with a baseball yeah. and it sending them into some kind of cardiac arrest and dying hmm. I don't remember if that was on the radio or if I talked about it I can't remember but it just seems like I do remember that so maybe that's what went on here um, there's a medical term for it uh commodio cordis or commotio I'm not sure how you say it some of you medical folks out there may can help me um, but apparently and, and I'm not diagnosing I don't know I'm just saying this apparently is a condition that can happen and maybe this is what happened to him after taking this hard hit uh, to the chest um, it, it does seem to sort of fit the uh, fit the profile of what happened here uh, it, it's a uh, a name for Latin, the name of the condition is Latin for agitation of the heart, and it occurs when a person gets hit in the chest with a certain amount of force at a very specific time in the heart cycle when the electricity is flowing from one side of the heart to the other. Then that can trigger a cardiac arrest, and it can be a lethal condition. So, yeah, yeah maybe just, that's what went on here. Maybe. Um, just looking at a different article, it says uh, only about 30 of these cases happen. 
in the United States each year, predominantly in children. So mm-hmm. it'll happen in Little League Baseball. This is what you're talking about. I think that's about. what I remember hearing. A ball is thrown by a pitcher mm-hmm. and hits the person in the chest. Mm-hmm. It also happens in soccer where there's something that causes that blunt force trauma. Mm-hmm. So just, I, I guess, well, you just say, very if rare. You're, if you're a kid and you're, you know, you got a kid that's throwing pretty hard, maybe. I guess they don't even have to be hard. It's just the right force. Mm-hmm. Say you're a right-handed batter, which most kids are. Yeah. And the ball's coming at you. And as a kid, you don't know how to respond the right way to get out of the way. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you sort of open up to it. Yeah. And it hits you in the chest. Ooh. I have heard of that. Yeah. And so maybe that's what went on. But I think um, other than, you know, this man's health, to me, the, the story along with that is uh, is the way it moved people to prayer on national television. Yes. Um, and, and you saw that with the teams gathering and people in tears and um, to me to me it's a it's a very much of an open door to talk to people about prayer and about God and you know flesh all that out with people this is a great conversation piece. It's a tragic tragic story of course, but people yeah. are talking about it. And so since people are talking about it, it is a way that you can sort of insert, hey, do you see all those people praying? Mm-hmm. Um, man, what do you think about that? And yeah. it's, it's an open door to begin to have a faith conversation, a gospel conversation with someone. I think so. Okay, we've got to go to break. Uh, we're good to go. 205-941-1011. Uh, is any of this making sense to you guys? Do you have any other thoughts um, or, or uh, ideas on what maybe went down here? Um, I'm, I'm going to throw one other thing in there about football when we come back on the other side that I don't hear anybody else saying. And so I'll tell you that when we come back. But other than that, we're going to talk New Year today. I've got a take on New Year and New Year resolutions. Um, of course, Congress, big time stuff going on today in Congress. They have adjourned. We can update you on exactly what's going on there. Um, and a lot of people are moving to one particular state. Yes, they are. From across the country. That is a new report. We'll tell you about that as well. Uh, of course, always good news and Christian values, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Greg Davis, Nate Williams here, Stuart Newsom with us as well. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, this is Kyle Eidelman, author of Not a Fan and Gods at War, and you are listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. Okay, so uh, we continue to uh, talk about DeMar Hamlin, uh, this player 
for the Buffalo Bills. And um, Nate, you did a look. I didn't know the guy at all. Yeah. I, I don't know if you did or not. Not really. But as you've looked a little bit more and found out more about him, you found out some interesting yeah tidbits about the guy or things that the audience might have an interest in yeah he is an open christian who uh puts his faith first uh family comes first and faith a quote from him is my faith is in god so whatever he has planned for me that'll be it he attended central catholic high school in pittsburgh was a standout on the school's football team naturally and uh uh, and that's where the quote, uh, quote comes from. It's his college years. Uh, he opened up about his faith and he said, again, my faith is in God. So whatever he has planned for me, that'll be it. And then he has, uh, mm. you know, a, a fundraiser for, I think, what was it? Toys that apparently or there's there's some fundraiser that he had that has reached in the millions in response to this. People mm. wanting to give and support him and his family and the community. And I just think it's uh, it's beautiful. But, yeah, open Christian attended a Christian high school. And I think that's really encouraging. Mm. OK, yeah, that that is good to hear um, com- compared to what it could have been. Yeah, I mean, because the guy definitely his life is on the line. Yeah, he's on I mean, like you um, said a ventilator, and I think a, a next day or two, reading an article, they're going to try to uh, uh, how how do they put it? Turn down the machine sure. yeah. that's breathing for yeah, him to see if he can on it. breathe on his own. And so yeah. it, it is comforting to know that he's a Christian. So um, that, that's good news. Yeah. Well, one thing um, that I have been harping on with the whole targeting and I, I get the head to head and the target I get all that um, but you create another set of problems yes is what happens and so what you saw was him doing things the right way yeah in football he made a tackle he was up had his head up the offensive player put his shoulder down I mean and right into his chest I'm not sure if their heads bumped or not, um, but what you're getting now are different types of injuries or players are opened up to different things. Yes. You're, they might be protecting their head, but they're opening themselves up to other type of injuries. Oh, yeah. And and I still go back when, and I'm not saying the player did anything, but just looking at the way that play happened and the way the offensive player sort of launched into him. Mm-hmm. At what point do, does the offensive player have some responsibility for targeting and things like that? Yeah, that's true. Because the guy with the ball in his hands can put his head down and run right into somebody. They focus on the defense. And they'll still, they'll still call it on the defense. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm not saying anybody did anything wrong. It was a very clean, typical football play. But in the past, the, the, DeMar, he may have put his head down more and protected his body more. Yeah. But he didn't. He stayed straight up like he should. All right, we'll be back. 205-941-1011. Hey, this is Greg. And ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com 
and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, greg at priorititalkradio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. Hey, Priority Talk listeners. Care to make a quick comment or ask a question for Greg on the air? Send the code PTR to the number 202-249-5592 to join the show's text line where you can communicate with Greg during the show. That's 202-249-5592 and send the letters PTR. Thanks for listening. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And we return. Greg Davis here with you. Uh, weather looking okay for the time being. Uh, there are some, some rainy spots out there. Some of you are experiencing those right now. Um, but uh, severe weather, uh, you know, seems to be pretty pretty low right now. Now, overnight, uh, that may change. So you certainly want to uh, stay weather aware this evening and I think into tomorrow as well. So, uh, boy, a lot of places uh, around around here cut out today at noon, I noticed. I uh, I ran out around lunchtime and made a stop. And about the time I got there, look, somebody kicked over an ant bed. Everybody was leaving. And yes. they, were, they were done. Yeah. <laughs> nope, sorry, we're going home. Yeah, so... It was one of those kind of days. Uh, luckily, I don't, schools I don't think were really in today, right? So um, I don't think there was uh, issues with kids going home and stuff like that. I don't think yeah, schools had really tomorrow? gotten back yet. Uh, probably different in different places. But yeah. uh, probably begins tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, I would imagine, over the next couple of days, uh, kids will get back to school. So I guess that wasn't so much of an issue. Um, but uh, anyway... There, there was some bad storms today, different places, and that could happen again overnight. So, again, stay weather aware. If something changes while we're here on the air and we're able to uh, to track it, we'll certainly let you know. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about the uh, DeMar Hamlin and the football. And, um, you know, do you think that even a few years ago they would have stopped the game over this? I think there's a more of a sensitivity now. To injuries. I mean, this happened to Tua on the same field earlier this year. They didn't stop the game. So, or yeah. they stopped it, but they didn't cancel it. I well, think, that was a little different. I mean, he didn't go into cardiac arrest. I mean, I it, mean was, it was bad. I know. I think, I don't know. I think the Tua thing looked worse on TV yeah. because of his hands. It did. But I do think on the field, it was scary. This one was yeah. scary. It was scary. Because they couldn't talk to him. Yeah. I mean, so. when you're getting CPR and getting your chest pumped and uh, defibrillator, I mean, you know, you know, right there, that's. Uh, is this person dead right here on the field you know and i think just seeing the reactions of the players just tears that people are clearly distraught it's hard to tell people like hey i know you're sobbing and yeah. i know you know you you are clearly devastated okay get ready to play in five yeah. to ten but minutes I, tell you, I, I think i think it wasn't too many years ago they probably would have kept playing i, I think it's changed some. i think so I, I think there's more of a sensitivity Yes. It. But like you say, it wasn't in the Tua case necessarily. But um, I don't know. I, I just I just wonder. But, again, I, I do think that um, the current rules of football are, are good in one way and bad in another. You know, there's always an opposite side to, uh, to something. And, and, again, I do think that the targeting stuff leaves someone's body much more exposed. Maybe yes. their head is safer. 
but their body is exposed. Yes. You know, the bottom bottom line is sports like football and hockey especially, man, there's dangerous. Oh, yeah. And I played football in high school. Uh, my son played football all the way up and then played into college. Um, so, you know, I, I've been around it a lot um, and exposed to it on a lot of different levels. I've, I've, uh, I've chaplained for high school, college, professional teams. Um, I've been around it a lot. I've been around a lot of football players and a lot of football coaches. And so, I, you know, I've seen and heard, you know, their thoughts and how they think about it. And, you know, you know it's a dangerous sport, and you sort of that's sort of what you sign up for. Yes. You know, it, it just really is. I'm not saying we shouldn't try to do things to make it safe. Uh, but I, I promise you, I have been saying for a long time that if you're worried about head injuries and you're worried about people hitting heads, the – Easiest thing to do to stop that, guess what it is? Don't play. Well, besides that, <laughs> take off the helmets. Huh. Yeah, like in rugby. Yeah, take the helmets off. Sure, it'll still happen sometimes. People will hit their heads sometimes on yeah, the ground. You are more or, likely to use your head as a weapon. Yes, when you've got a helmet on, you're more intentional. You're more likely to use your head or feel like you can do something that you really shouldn't do because you've got a helmet and a face mask on. That's really interesting. You take the helmet off, it would cut out head to head. Look, we all played football in the yard growing up at, at, at PE out on the playground. That's true. And not one time. I played for hours and hours. I mean, if you can put it all together, how much football I played with no pads, no helmet, tackle football. Okay, now as, as as a kid, yes, different. I get it, but if you put all that together, no no telling how many hours I played, no telling how many times I got tackled or tackled somebody. Never one time did I ever hit heads with somebody. Hmm. If I, if I would have, it would have gushed your head open. That's true. Yeah. You know, never. Take if you quit wearing helmets, people will quit hitting their heads together. So with this proposal, am I crazy? Uh, with this proposal, how, would that extend to other padding around the body? Or, or well, it could. I mean, but in this case, their their goal is to protect the head. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Do you do, wear do, shoulder pads and no helmet? I don't know. Do you go back to like the leather maybe style hey, stuff? Things that we think are pro- progress aren't always really progress. That's true. I mean, were people getting? I, I, there's no way to know, but we're were people getting concussions back when they were wearing leather helmets? I, I think what you'd have to look at today is rugby as a cross yeah. comparison. There you go. Look at look at concussion numbers. And maybe it's that you wear the helmet. You know, there was a point where they would sort of wear the helmet, not not the leather, but the next iteration of it, yeah. but without the face mask. But you did have some protection around your head, but no face mask. I think that might would work. Hmm. Because people are going to be very protective of their face. Yes, they you know will. I mean, you just naturally are protective of your face. You're going to turn your head. Yeah. You're going to. Position your body. Mm-hmm. You're going to launch differently, tackle mm-hmm. differently, all that. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, we're just talking safety and football. Of course, uh, DeMar Hamlin, our, you know, we have prayed for him. Um, I, I pray the guy lives, man, quite honestly. Yes. I mean, right now, it's, it's life for him. And so... Um, you know, we'll see what comes to be. But as you move forward on this, I do think some of the dynamic last night was that he didn't dip his head and go into the guy to make a tackle. You know, back when I played, it was, you know, get low, get your head on across the guy's body. 
Yes. And they don't teach that anymore. They, 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 no. they do not teach to tackle the same way I learned to tackle. You get your head across their body. He didn't do that. He came at the guy up, upright, and the offensive player had an advantage. And he puts his shoulder down right into the guy's chest because he's upright and he doesn't want to dip his head down. This is much more clear if you're watching on Facebook because you can see my body. Yes. <laughs> my body language. There's a I'm playing demonstration all this out. going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, football's a dangerous game. You know that when you sign up for it. Uh, I know I've got friends that, I'm trying to think if I know anyone really close personally right now. That's, I know people who have played in the NFL for years and years and years and years and years. And that's what they'll tell you. Hey, hey, I know the risk when I play. Now, if there's money to be had off lawsuits and stuff, are they going to get in on them? Sure they are. <laughs> Who's course. not? You know what I mean? Sure they're going to get in on them. But they knew the risk when they signed up. Uh, they, they, It wasn't like people didn't know that hitting your head was Repeatedly. not yeah was not a good thing. You knew that. Now, maybe you didn't know how bad, okay, but you knew that. So it's just the rules of football. I mean, does there come a point, does something like this cause a reaction that we go, this game can't be played anymore? I think the, there's too much money. Too much money. Yeah. I think too much yeah. money that that even if the NFL has to eventually move to like maybe not flag football levels, yeah. but I Touch. just think there's too much money. Yeah. Uh, the, the, now they're uh, making more, they're making more leagues now, like they're making yeah. the XFL and all that USFL. And yeah, and there's always going to be people willing to play, no matter how dangerous it is. There will be. That's the thing. People are willing Same to play, and, and it's because of the money to a great degree. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a point when you're a kid that you play. I've I got one friend. He played the NFL. I won't tell you who it is, but he played in the NFL for a long time. And um, I heard somebody ask him one time, uh, hey, when did you – what was your favorite level of playing? Okay. You know, like little league, high school, college, pro. And his answer, his answer was, man, it's fun when you're a kid. I mean, that is fun. High school was great. You know what I mean? Those are just the best days. College, eh, not so much. He said, but the NFL, he said, uh, yeah, that, that 15th and 30th is pretty nice. That's probably my favorite level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of the money. Yeah. Um. So you're, I think you're right. It's too much money. And I, did I hear right, y'all tell me if you heard this, is the NFL investing in a flag football league? I I thought I heard something I know, like Stuart, there's this that sounds somewhat familiar professional flag football league. So they might also just be trying to cover everything to have an offering. You know, yeah. is it a female league? I'm I'm gonna look that up. Give I me do, one moment. I do hear of more female flag football. I mean, even here in Alabama now, we've got uh, high school flag football. They have state champion. You know, every, I mean, it's a you know it's a legit sport. High school athletic association. So I'm not sure of that uh but anyway it was a uh, it was a i don't even know what the right word for it last night it was i wasn't watching it live but just seeing it i, I imagine if you were watching that game last night and that happened that's going to be a memory that will probably stay with you absolutely it, it's like it's like one of those moments when time just stands still yeah you know and you can imagine those players um 
But you're right. They'll be right back out there because of the money. And, and partly that's why I think a lot of people are retiring early. Um, mm-hmm. I remember uh, Patrick Willis for the 49ers, yeah. mm-hmm. Luke Keekley, one of my favorite players out of Boston College. Uh, he was the middle linebacker for the Panthers, Andrew Luck mm-hmm. for the Colts. Just, I guess, a lot of people, let, let me get past that second contract because yeah. that's where the big money is. And then dip out early or around age 30 give or yeah. take yeah if they can make it to 30 yeah that that would be a, that's a good length um yeah it's um you know you I, i'm glad uh i'm glad my son played i'm glad i played i'm glad my son played i'm glad we're all done yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean honestly you got, you got through it um i you know i never was one of these people uh i don't want my son to play football i heard that uh, I mean, there's other things that are how that are just your, as dangerous or more dangerous. You know? How did your wife feel about it? Was she? Pro she was football? always okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, my wife's. You know, her dad was a coach. He coached uh, football, okay. so she'd been around it all of her life. Yeah. It's like anything else. I mean, you know, when you you put your kid behind the wheel of a car or any. I mean, you know, it's all dangerous. There's the, life is full of danger, risks, and it's it's risk reward. Oh yeah. You know, we can go back to that whole conversation with COVID. You know. That was my thing on that. There's risk reward in every area of your life, um, and and football is no different. But does this make some people really rethink it? Um, it, it? It may a few, like you said, there may be some that go, "Hey, that's enough." But overall, it's too much money, and you know these people are making too much money to really care about player safety. <laughs> yes, I mean they'll put up a front and do what they have to do. But they're not going to go do any more than they have to. Yeah, probably not. Because of the money. And that's that's bad. That's that's greed. And that's simple. I'm not saying football's simple, but I'm just saying people's attitude toward it. When you're when you're in the money, people making the money off of it. Yes. And you're not a player. The you know, the player makes their own decision. The people around it who set up the risk and they're the ones really benefiting from it, uh, with no risk. Sure, they love it. It's all benefit, no risk to them oh, physically. Yeah. Anyway, 205-941-1011 is our number. When I come back, I'll give you our text line. Uh, so get your phone ready if you're able. When we come back from break, I'll give you the text number, and you can uh, text us directly here in studio. And every now and then, we may send you a message back as well with a uh, announcement concerning the show or a highlight or something we feel like you need to know as a Priority Talk radio listener. All right, I'll give you that text line when we come back, but give us a call right now, 205-941-1011. Your thoughts on DeMar Hamlin and the whole situation last night and football. Uh, Love to take your phone calls on it, and then we've got some other things we'll get to today as well. Priority Talk. Scale your business with a dedicated team of experts. A marketing vendor focuses on profit. A marketing partner focuses on your business. With Dot Edison, there is no more taking, only serving. Feel great about your marketing with Dot Edison. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. 
This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011. Hey, this is Jeff Kemp, author of Facing the Blitz, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. And we return at eight minutes until six o'clock. We'll be here until seven. 205-941-1011, our call-in number, if you'd like to uh, speak with us here on the program. All right, let me give you the text line. Haven't done it yet today. Uh, here's the text number. Hope you got your phone ready. If you're not driving and you're able, we'd love to have you text us. Send the message, PTR, that's the letters PTR, and here's the number you send those to. 202-249-5592. Here's the number. 202-249-5592. And in the message, put in the letters PTR. You'll get a reply message from me letting you know that we're connected. And then um, you can message me directly during the show. And uh, that's uh, sometimes easier than calling. Okay. So if that works for you, we'd love to have you uh, join us on our text line. We are monitoring it even as we speak. So uh, we'll see it when it comes in, and we'd love to have you join us on the text line. Lots of you have done that over the last couple of weeks, and we really do appreciate it. And we will eventually um, send out a message or two uh, to you. Now, you won't be in a group message. Not that. You're not going to see messages from anybody else but me or perhaps Nate when he's hosting. We're the only ones that will send you a message. You won't see any other messages or content from anyone else but us. Not even Stuart. You're not even on this program, are you? No, I guess not. Not even logged in? Nothing. Can't even do it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Exclusive. You're on enough. you got enough programs to run. Okay. Uh, we'd love to have you. 202-249-5592. Text the letters P-T-R. All right. Lots of rain pushing through the area. Of course, um, just uh, stay weather aware. I think we're okay uh, right now. Lots, some rain in some areas, of course. 
um, but we don't seem to have uh, watches or warnings or, or such out there right now. Uh, so you're, uh, if you can manage the rain and a thunderstorm where you're at, you're probably good for now. But you certainly want to stay weather aware uh, during the night and into tomorrow morning. Um, is uh, it's just a weird, you know, there used to be tornado season. Yeah, it seems to me in Alabama, the springtime was sort of tornado season. Now it doesn't seem to matter. It, hmm. The weather is just so crazy, and maybe it was just always this way, and now we just monitor it or track it or know better what's happening. Maybe that would be interesting. To uh, ask. But but it seems to me like. When I was coming up and, you know, until so many years ago, you just didn't really have tornadic warnings and watches and all that except for in the springtime. But look, man, look at the weather. I mean, it went from being, I mean, cold. Real cold. To now it's 70 degrees, 80 degrees. So it's just a weird dynamic out there. It's still weird to me. I I walk outside and I think it should be cold and it's not. <laughs> yeah, I wear this jacket and then I get I have to take it off, you know, because I'm hot. So it's just a weird dynamic out there weather-wise right now. We need to have James Span on and ask him about. Yeah, it's a good know. thing. Well, we can. I've had him on before. We can get him. That's not a problem. Um, we we probably wouldn't couldn't get him on at this time frame. I had him when I was on earlier. That's he true. He would come on. Yeah, he he's on the air. You know, the newspaper are on right now. So yeah. Um, whatever market you're in, maybe we could uh, record. Yeah, yeah that's something. and we can do that. That's what, what we've done that with him before. Um, and it's interesting for weather for us. Now you hadn't really been here when we've done a weather day. Uh, we cover multiple markets, so it's kind of hard for us to give you real specific information. Because I mean, we literally are covering Tuscaloosa has a, has stations. You know, Birmingham, of course. Yes. Which also covers Anniston, typically out that way, up to Coleman. Then you get to your Huntsville market. You know, then then really we're reaching Tupelo. For those of you up in you know on that out I twenty two going that direction, uh, all the way over to uh, probably got people picking up Chattanooga stations uh, up in the northeast corner of the state. Um, and then then probably some folks in extreme North Alabama or over into Tennessee that listen are probably picking up Nashville stations as well, you know, Nashville market. So I'm just saying we're sort of in a, and I guess maybe even down to, I don't know if we got any picking up Montgomery, um, maybe Clanton down that way, Chilton County, some of those may be picking up Montgomery. So we're just in a unique spot here. It's kind of hard for us to get real specific on weather. We can give you the broad view really well, but it's hard to give you detail because we cover so many markets. Uh, so we always encourage you when it comes to weather, follow your local market because they're going to give you much more specific information about where you live in, oh, your, yeah. in your market. So uh, we'll do what we can. We'll try to alert you when we see something. And we do keep it on. We do monitor it. And look, one time last year, um, there was a really bad tornado day. Stuart, I think it's where you even got here. And we were covering it wall to wall. Big Dave was running the board. And I had another guy in here with me, and we were monitoring, all three of us, and, man, we were working it. And I, it cleared out, and I left here and went to an event that night here in town. And when I got there, I walked in, and there were some other people there, a couple of guys, and uh, was like, man, that was some kind of weather, wasn't it? I mean, it was still kind of raining. 
And they were like, yeah, man, we had to, we stopped on the way. They had to stop. And I was like, where'd you stop? And they told me. And I said, well, how'd you know? And they said, man, we was listening to a guy on the radio. And he was telling us. <laughs> and they started saying exactly what I had said. And I was like, you were listening to me. That's I mean, literally. Awesome. So they were coming from Huntsville to Birmingham for this event and uh, and just happened to run. I don't even think they knew who I was or what they were listening to. They just happened, you know, they turned on the radio to find out what was going on. They found me and we were able to sort of warn them. So um, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying we saved their life or anything, but there, there mean, does come that, that responsibility with it. But we always encourage you, follow your local market because they're tuned in to your specific uh, counties and communities. Uh, you know, when it starts going all over the place, it's, it's too much for us to try to give you um, because of the broad range and the reach of this station. Uh, most of your FM stations are basically reaching the same as, as your television market reaches. But this station, because the tower sits in Coleman, reaches south and north of Coleman and, encompass, and east and west, and it encompasses four or five different markets. So uh, it's just an interesting dynamic here on 101.1. Okay, we'll be back with another hour here on the program, PriorityTalkRadio.com. I'll tell you more. we got updates on the website. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hour number two of Priority Talk Live here on Tuesday, January the 3rd. If you're just joining us, welcome in. We're glad to have you along with us until 7 p.m. We're here in studio. Sometimes I call it Studio 1011. Have you heard that before? No. That's a new one for you. Hadn't heard that, have you? I haven't heard that. Well, people like to name their studio, you know. Okay. Or have the so-and-so studio. Yeah. So I just call it Studio 1011. I. Well, all right. What? What's the? What's the 1011? 1011. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's slow. I thought it was like maybe October 11th. No. 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 101.1. Okay. 101.1. Sometimes when people ask me what station are you on, I'll tell them 
1011 or just remember 1011. 1011. That's easier to remember. That is easier. Yeah. Okay. I, I was slow on that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, just te- I was testing you there. I, I failed. See how I'm quick sorry. you are. Well, hey, we're glad to have you with us. Our phone number is 205-941-1011. We'd love to hear from you. Um, okay, we talked about DeMar Hamlin most of the first hour, football, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's still a, a very pressing issue, no doubt about it. Um, but let's talk resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Um, now, you're going to want to ask me, or am I big, am I big on resolutions? Yeah, that I think was going to be my question. Me, hadn't you? And I told you, wait. Uh, something like that earlier yeah. today, maybe. Uh, I'm not against them. Uh-oh. I'm not against them. That's not a promising start. Well, no, I'm just saying, not against them. <laughs> Greg's like, I don't, like, hate them per se. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't really do them. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm more of this. Instead of New Year's resolutions, I have said it this way. Let's make New Year's declarations. Okay. I like that word better. Uh, a a formal or explicit statement or an announcement. Okay. It, you announce it. Um, you know, resolution has just more to do with a resolve. You know, it's sort of like for yourself, a firm decision to do or not to do something. Uh, where a declaration, you is you make it public. You say, okay. "Hey, here's the deal." Like you did it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, last hour, you mentioned something. Uh, and then. Not only is it not it's not only a declaration, but I, I think for the Christian, you're making a spiritual declaration. Okay. I think that's the part that we often leave out of New Year's resolutions. Mm. The spiritual part gets left out of it. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you may say, "Well, I'm going to read the Bible through." You know, that's spiritual. Okay, it is. Uh, but you can read the Bible through totally in the flesh, in your own power, and just check the box every day. That's accurate. And by the way, I got you that chronological Bible, didn't I? Yes, I told you, did. you I'd get you one. Yes, the daily, you did. daily. You gonna use it? I, I will try. use it. Yeah. Will you get through Deuteronomy? Uh, I'll I'll do my best. All the sacrifices and who? How many people have decided to read the Bible through this year, and you've already quit? Is January second too early to say you've quit? Is that too early? Should we wait till Friday and ask that question? So anyway, you can make, um, I guess, Christian resolutions, but I think we got to make spiritual declarations where you declare, this is what I'm going to do by the grace of God. Um, this is the declaration that I'm making. So I, I, th- I think that I think it's a little bit more serious than just a flippant, oh, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution. You make a spiritual declaration. Of uh, you make a uh, a public, now that's really when it's good, and that brings more accountability into it, brings more support into it. I mean, how many of us have just sort of made in your own mind, oh, I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that, and you never really talked about it, you didn't really put it out there, you didn't really pray about it, yeah, and then it flopped. Of course, that's true. Yeah. So for the Christian, you're making, I, I think, a spiritual declaration. Is, uh, is really the place to go. And here's the other part, I think. So how does that strike you, by the way? I like it. Okay. I like it involving okay other it? people, declaration. Yeah, okay. strong. Just something about declaring something. Yes. Versus resoluting. Are you a fan of The Office Show? No. Did you ever? 
I just there's just this part with uh, Never Michael really Scott watched it. Mm-hmm. where he just says, "I declare bankruptcy," just verbally <laughs> th- thinking that yeah. you know that's all you needed to do to yeah. declare bankruptcy. It just reminds me of that. Completely unrelated, but bankruptcy. Go on. Okay. Yeah, all right, that's all we need to do. Um, so the other part I think we leave when I say spiritual, there's another side to this as well. Okay, so you make a declaration going forward, but if you're a Christian. And you're saying, I'm going to say this. I, I thought this through, but I hope I've thought it through well enough. If you're saying, I'm going to do something different, I'm, I'm declaring that this is going to be different in my life, whatever it may be. And it's a spiritual decision you're making. And shouldn't every decision we make be a spiritual decision? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's not secular and sacred. It's all sacred if you're if you're. Christ yes. follower, every decision is is sacred. So every decision we make is spiritual. So if you're saying I'm going to do this differently, uh, I'm going to take better care of my physical well-being. Hmm. I'm going to read my Bible or study my Bible more. I'm going to go to church more regularly. Uh, I'm going to stop cursing or smoking or drinking or whatever it may be. Aren't you really as a Christian? Aren't you really saying, I haven't been doing right, and now I want to start doing right? I think so. You with me, Stuart? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then people often use the New Year as their motivation instead of using yeah. God as their motivation. Yeah, and, and, and the New Year is a window of opportunity. It is. I'm not against the New Year at all. But if you're saying, I'm going to do something different, I'm going to start doing it right. I'm going to start treating my body better. I'm going to start treating the people around me better. Yeah. I'm going to start relating to God in a, in a better way. Aren't you also, so you're saying I haven't been doing it right. That is true. So here's what I think a lot of people miss when it comes to spiritual res, resolutions or New Year's resolutions. They miss the repentance part. Ooh, I like that. That's what makes it spiritual. Huh. Think about it. We just go, okay, I'm going to start doing better. Mm. We get do-betters. And I'm going to be honest with you, do-betters don't work. Not for long. Yeah. Doesn't last long. What works is repentance for, for a believer now. For I'm talking for t- t- Christians. What works is repentance, forgiveness, and then moving forward from there. We try to move forward without really dealing with the root of the problem. which was actually sin. I mean, if you're saying I need to study my Bible more, that means you hadn't been studying your Bible enough. That's true. Y'all help me. I'm I'm thinking it through. I'm talking it through. Repentance, I think, is the part of this we miss, where we we don't go before God and say, God, I have failed. I have gained weight. I have let myself go. I have treated people, my family, horribly. Um I've done this or done that or I hadn't done this or I hadn't done that. Yeah. And you need to repent. If if the root of that issue was sinful, maybe it was greed, maybe it was self-centeredness, maybe it was just, maybe it was lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, you know, it all comes back to those three. Whichever one it was, you need to repent of that. That's true. And, and people go, well, hey, wasn't that serious? What, is there anything where you're not right with God that's not serious enough to repent of? Yeah, I mean, there, there's 
it's all worthy of repentance. That's a good point. I mean, repentance really is something that should be an ongoing part of a believer's life. Yeah. And the new year is a good time to just go take account and go, is there something in my life I need to repent of and turn and go another direction? Mm. That's what repentance is. I wonder if maybe... And ask God's forgiveness for it. Yeah. I wonder if maybe as a church family, uh, you know, local churches or the church as a whole, one thing we could do better is mourning, Mm. you know, mourning is maybe not a word we use a lot, but you see it's all over the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. you know, repenting in dust Mm -hmm. and ashes. You have... Lament. Lament. Is the word you're looking for. Yeah. And I've done interviews on that. Yeah. On on lament. Um, Absolutely. And uh, you have... Repentance is part of it. Yom uh, Kippur, mm-hmm. Kippur, if I'm pronouncing Kippur. that correctly, day of a uh, day of atonement, and so I think that's something that we probably factoring in that repentance theme that you're talking about. We could do better in that way, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe mourning, uh, lamenting uh, together as a community would be healthy. Well, yeah, I agree, and that maybe that's something um, that is pastors we should and leaders we should guide our people in. Yes. Not just a, hey, set some new goals for yourself. But look, if you haven't given up the root of the problem, it's not going to work. Yes. It's just not going to work. You have to. You have to look at it for what it is, and it, any anything you're trying to make better in your life is not what it should be because of sin. Yeah. And we have to deal with sin. But we're not very good at that anymore. You know, preachers don't preach on sin. We don't talk about sin. Well, I'm just uncomfortable, Greg. Yeah, yeah. We we don't really call things out for what they are. Yeah. And believe me, I feel like the biggest hypocrite in the world sitting here talking about this, I can promise you. But, you know, it's all it all goes back to some simple action or attitude that we have taken or not taken that got us to where we are. On, Jan- on December 31st, it makes me say, tomorrow, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. <laughs> mm. But I'm just saying for the Christian, to me, if, if you don't in- implement the spiritual part of this going forward, well, dealing with where you've been and then going forward, you just set yourself up for failure, really. Yeah, and I see it, it becomes shallow. It mm-hmm. becomes one of those positivity movement, mm-hmm. speak affirmations of life yeah. kind of deal that doesn't address the soul, yeah. the spiritual part of, uh, well, of it's, this it's world. It's do-betters. It's, yeah, do-betters, try-harders, mm-hmm. and uh, th- those don't last And I think long. that's exactly the opposite of the gospel message. Yeah. So, And we wonder why it doesn't work or why we get frustrated or you know, why we feel this tension. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I mean, it's the exa- doing all that is the exact opposite of what the gospel message is, which is it's done. <laughs> mm. You know, live in it, receive it, and live in it. Um, turn from your way and turn to His way. Uh, but we try to we try to go in a new direction without actually ever turning away from what got us where we are. Yeah. So, anyway, that's sort of my take on. New Year's resolutions. I like it. it it's in, a, in a rough in a rough way. So let me ask this, uh, and answering no is A-OK. Do you have any New Year's declarations for this year, or not really? Um, not so much. Yes. Yeah. Not so much. I don't think so. I don't really have anything specific um, that I'm 
changing that that would be worth mentioning you know yeah. there's not anything that like that I'm doing differently this year than I did last year um, now I've, I've made some adjustments during the year you know I don't it doesn't always have to be January 1st yeah um so here's a question uh let's see who's this from uh, I don't have a name is it making each conscious decision to make better part of our sanctification and then uh, all led by the presence of the Holy Spirit I agree with you uh, yeah, sanctification is decision by decision. Yes, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, but but I think you've got to turn from the wrong. You know, that's part of the decision is that you turn away from what was wrong, and you turn to and you make a decision to turn toward what was right, which is that process of sanctification, uh, walking in righteousness. So I hope that makes sense. Good thought. I appreciate it. I, I agree with you. Don't disagree with you at all. And of course, uh, all all led by the presence of the and, the and the leading of the Holy Spirit. No doubt about it. We have to depend on the Holy Spirit. But you know, um, but the Holy Spirit will also uh, convict you of sin. That's as true. Well, you know, Very that's true. that's one of the things the Holy Spirit does. It says, "Hey, there's a problem, and uh, you need to get it right with God or, and others." You know, before you can turn. So, so, like, if you you've made a decision to treat treat people nicer, maybe you've been mean to your spouse or your kids, and so you go, "Hey, I'm going to quit screaming and hollering and pitching fits and cursing and all." You know, I'm going to quit doing that. Well, you part of repentance is you go back and you go, you you repent before God and you ask for forgiveness, and then sometimes that also requires going to the people that you've wronged. Yes. Now you go to them and say, "Hey, I've been wrong." I treated you poorly. It wasn't God pleasing to God what I've done. Uh, hope you'll forgive me. I'm 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 declaring in this new year I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm now that's a declar you've put that out there. It's a declaration. There's more accountability than just if you sat around on December thirty first and thought, I'm gonna treat people better. All right, that's it. That's mm. gonna fail. Yeah. M- most every time. All right, we gotta take a break. Two oh five nine four one one oh one one. Would love to hear your thoughts on Uh, New Year's resolutions versus spiritual declarations. Priority Talk. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. It's time to pick up that phone and call Greg right now at Priority Talk at 205-941-1011. Hey, everybody. This is Pastor Greg Laurie, pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship, and you are listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis.
Turn at 24 minutes after. Glad to have you along with us. We're going to be here until 7. You can call us at 205-941-1011. Uh, going into the new year, if you're a business owner, um, you know how marketing can just absolutely be overwhelming. In fact, uh, how many hours and, uh, and, and worrisome days do you spend uh, thinking about how you're going to get the word out about your product or your service? Um, I mean, it is... Um, marketing is where it's at people got to know about you and how do they know about you well mainly online is uh and, and through print um but website changes and the old the, you know the things like ppcs and seos and SEMs and branding and keeping social media up to date um and everything in between can be really overwhelming most of us try to um, do a little here and a little there and we got somebody helps us with this and somebody that helps us with that well what if you stop trying to piece together your marketing and really start marketing with a purpose. Uh, we would encourage you to call Dot Edison Marketing, a full-service marketing partner. They do it all for you. I mean, they handle it all. And uh, they don't nickel and dime you to death. They, they say, look, here's what we do. Here's the services we offer. We're here for you. They become a partner in your business, an outsourced partner, a marketing team that will save you time and money. And so uh, they'll build that traditional and that digital foundation for your business so people can know uh, about your product or your service. So check them out at dot, that's D-O-T, dot Edison dot com, dot Edison dot com, or call them at 205-332-3728. Uh, they're working working with businesses all across the state of Alabama. 205-332-3728. Good people. They do what they say. And very reasonable I don't think you can go wrong if you're a business owner. At least have the conversation with them. 205-332-3728. All right. Um, glad to uh, be with you guys today. We're going to be here um, all week long. Of course, you know holidays have sort of taken bits and pieces of this week and that week, and it did this week as well. But going forward now, we're on a good little run here. I guess um, through the rest of this week and all through next week, and then come up on another holiday. Martin Luther King Day will come on that Monday. Um, but uh, till then, we're going to be with you, and we're going to be here live, uh, taking your phone calls, interacting with you, the number 205-941-1011. Okay, we talked about um, Hamlin and uh, the Buffalo Bills. We talked about New Year or spiritual declarations. Congress has been another big story today. We won't dwell on this big time. Uh, but they are uh, trying to uh, elect a new Speaker of the House. Now that Republicans have control, uh, they have a majority, and uh, having a having a hard time doing so. Went yeah. through four votes, three or four. I think it was three. Three votes, I think, today. And uh, Kevin McCarthy is just a handful of votes away from being elected Speaker. But there's a group holding out, and they're voting for Jim Jordan out of Ohio. And, uh, and not allowing Kevin McCarthy to get over that threshold that he needs to become the new Speaker of the House. Now, in my opinion, Kevin McCarthy, he's been jockeying, working, positioning, cutting deals, 
who knows what he's been doing it for years to be speaker of the house he's yeah. been setting himself up for a long time yeah and i never liked that you know i think someone in leadership is much better drafted into leadership versus uh um uh, pursuing positions yes of, of authority and position you know I think you're much better off for people to come and recruit you versus you you just saying every move I make so I'll calculate it because I want to get here. And and I really do think, not to say people didn't encourage him to, to do this, but I think he's really been positioning himself for a long time to try to be speaker. And uh, a guy like Jim Jordan, I think he's just had his head down plugging away. He never's had his hand in the air going, I want to be speaker. I think he's just been bang, bang, banging at it and running these committees and asking the tough questions. And so the Freedom Caucus, I guess, there's a group of them that are uh, holding out for him. And I don't know how I, I, my guess is Kevin McCarthy will eventually get elected speaker, but he's probably got to cut some more deals to get there. Yeah. He was just a deal or two short of getting it. And Almost he'll get there. there. He'll get there eventually, I do believe. But he'll have to give up something or promise something to get there. And that's politics. And that's the art of compromise. Half hour left. Keep it right here with us on 101.1 WXJC, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. Hello, Priority Talk fans. Want to quickly comment on a topic or ask Greg and his guest a question? Then join the Priority Talk text line by sending the code PTR to the number 202-249- Five five nine two. That's PTR to the number 202-249-5592. Thank you for listening. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Okay, we return, and we're glad you're with us. Uh, it is WXJC Radio Priority Talk. We do it from 5 until 7, Monday through Friday. And then uh, we got some little weekend times as well, Stuart. When are those? Um, 11 a.m. on WDJ, or, uh, WYDE and 8 o'clock at night on this station. Yeah, no, that's on the weekend. Saturday at 11 a.m. Sunday. I'm, I'm sorry, Sunday mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. on 92.5 FM. Yep. 
Not all of you listening can hear that station. Um, that's the station I used to be on. And then um, on this station, Sundays at 8 p.m. Yes. All right. So if you're in the car around, listen in. Uh, those are a little bonus for you. Of course, you can always go back and listen to our podcast, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And uh, from there, you can link off to all of the different platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Spotify. Uh, what's the other ones? Some, uh, some other tune ones in, tune in Radio, I think. Um, uh Anyway, there's quite a few of them. Facebook, iHeartRadio. Okay, all yeah. So it's all there. If you'll just go to PriorityTalkRadio.com, it'll link you off. All right, something else we're adding to the website now, and this comes after uh, needing this for a long time, okay? I used to sort of handle it through social media, um, but this is a better way to do it. For years, people would ask me, hey, I heard you talking about this or this person or you know, this resource, book, or movie, you know, hey, what was that? I am trying to find it. I can't remember the name of it. I would get those messages. And, um, you know, even if I put them on social media, that meant somebody had to really scroll back and look to try to find it. Because you'd be amazed. People will come up a month later. <laughs> hey, it was a few weeks ago. You were talking about this or that. I'll get an email, you know, or a message on Facebook. So we've added now to our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, just a little notes page where each day, as needed, we can just in- put those links and stuff in there, right, Nate? Is that yes. right? Yep, so right we'll, on that website. We'll be able to, if we talk about a certain book, uh, have a guest on, um, even some stories maybe we talk about, possibly, um, if there's a, an upcoming uh, movie that we're trying to tell you about, like there's two coming out soon that are going to be in theaters. So as we talk about them, we can put the link there on that page. And so anytime you want to know, hey, they talked about something, go there and look for it. That's true. That's the thing. Go to the website, and it's going to be there, and you can scroll back and look at least over the last, what, couple of weeks at least probably. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we're not sure exactly how far back that's going to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Uh, but but basically, if, uh, if you hear us talking about a resource or a particular or to a particular guest, uh, or an event that we might announce, it's going to be there. So go to the website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and go to, what is it? So once you get to the website, you, if you go over more ways to listen, it's at the top, uh, there'll be a drop-down menu that says Show Notes. Okay. So go to More Ways to Listen, and you'll see it right there. Okay. As with most websites, just start clicking and you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be there. <laughs> but anyway, we're looking forward to that. I don't know that we'll put anything on there today. We hadn't really talked about anything specific to put up there today, have we? I, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Of course, the podcast is there, and we do put a description each day of what's on the podcast, uh, what we talked about, who we talked to. You know, pretty pretty general description, but it's enough for you to be able to gauge. Okay, I missed the show. Do I want to listen? Yes. (laughs) Some days you look at it and go, eh, doesn't look too interesting. Maybe not. Other days you may go, oh, I got to hear that. So that's fine. Uh, We understand how it works. I do the same thing with people that I listen to. So we put a description there for you of what what we talked about, who we talked with, and uh, you can make your decision if you want to go back and listen. Had somebody today telling me they were listening to an interview from months ago. Oh. And they were on. They said they had found it and were listening, and really enjoyed it. You said it was Boyer. Yeah, Rick yeah, Boyer. Yep. Yeah. So, 
Um, we've got lots of great conversations on there and uh, of guests that we've had and then of course just the daily topics that we cover so uh, we always encourage you to go there and do that and i don't often say much about it but if you do use one of the podcast platforms like we mentioned google apple spotify one of those um it, you know go in there and give it a like a rate uh five stars yeah yeah whatever um five, yeah that's five stars is the best oh yeah okay we have five star then i was thinking i want 10 <laughs> you know about five okay if there are 10 stars we want 10 yeah. stars yeah i mean you know go in there and give us some feedback i don't often make a big deal out of that but i was looking at one of them the other day and we had like one rating we ought to have more than one rating and that, and that was just on the one i know but one platform yeah. and what that does and it is, was a five star by the way it helps to push the pod podcast in directions to where people who aren't aware of it they might see it yeah that's that's right it, it gets you out there a little bit more and that's a good thing um do, do you have to be a member of that to raid and all that kind of stuff? Like, do you have to have a Spotify account? I don't believe so. Or an so. Apple account to do it? Or can you just kind of basically click on it and do it? I'm not sure, but I don't think okay. so. Well, you probably need to go rate the podcast. Yeah, I should. And I probably do, too. <laughs> yeah. Is that self-serving if I go give myself a five-star? A little bit. Is that sort of like the— You can, uh, you can rate Nate. In his ability. To, oh, okay. I'll yeah. do it. I'll and rate, rate me, my, and then I'll rate you. And then you. rate my ability to produce the show. You're, you're yeah, talking that's about right. that stuff. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like that. Or would that sort of be like the uh, the lady at church, and they gave her an award, and it was most humble, <laughs> and they gave her like a little pin, you know, most humble, and gave it to her? Of course. And then she actually wore it. <laughs> so, or is that is that kind of like this? Oh, well, what, what about politicians that vote for themselves? Then think about it. The president will yeah. put in a vote for himself. If yeah, you, Greg, if you don't think you're a five star, then who will? You know. Well, you're right. You got to believe in yourself. So Greg. I guess I need to do it myself. I'm sitting there asking, "How do you do it?" I hadn't even done it myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go look that up. So I don't, you know, I don't typically make a big deal out of uh, all the ratings and stars and all that kind of stuff. But hey, it doesn't hurt anything. So if it's easy for you and you don't mind doing it, um, go ahead. That'd be great. Hey, we are going to visit this week. Uh, well, Cleet Hux yeah. will be back with us. Did you do I, it? I just did it. So it's you, easy. Yeah, it's easy. I just Which one did you on do it. it on? I did it on Apple Podcasts, okay. the, the Purple And that's app. typically what I listen Yeah, that's what I do. Through is Apple. Uh, I'm not a big Apple person. I don't even have an Apple. Well, I got an iPad, but I'm not an Apple person like you are. But this is to take your question to the next level. Okay. I can leave a review of our podcast. Oh, you can do a review. Greg and Nate do such a good job. That that might be a little self-serving. Does it show who you are? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. And if you're not signed in or something, it wouldn't know. It's from Greg's number one fan, 1011. (laughs) Stuart does such a wonderful job producing this show. Yeah. Stu brings the news. Aside from the beginning of the day, yes. Correct. Hey, we are going to visit with Cleet Hux. That'll be on Friday. We'll continue our conversation on uh, worldview, world religions, and cults. Friday during the 6 p.m. hour. Also this week, um, we're still trying to sort of land exactly when you'll hear this, but it'll be on the podcast if you miss it. We're going to visit with Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, or Bob McGinnis. Uh, You've probably seen him on um, television, on places like Fox News and others as a uh, contributor. Uh, He uh, has a long storied career in the U.S. Army as a now a retired lieutenant colonel. And uh, he uh, was a graduate of the U.S. Military Academy, a naval postgraduate school, commander in general, staff college. Uh, He uh, was airborne ranger infantry officer. 
and uh, with service in four infantry divisions over three continents. I mean, the guy's got, since 1993, he's been serving with the Pentagon. And uh, he actually wrote, I didn't know this about him till the other day. He, I've been doing some research. He wrote the now abandoned policies um, on homosexuals in the military known as Don't Ask, Don't Tell. You know, there was a big push. That was him? He wrote the policy, apparently. You know, oh. at one point under Clinton, there was a big push to um, uh, for homosexual, you know, in, in the military. You know, because be- before that, you it wasn't allowed. Yeah. And so there was a big push to just red carpet that. And he basically, it was a, it was a middle position to go, look, um, you know, let's don't go there, but let's don't go there at the same time. So anyway, uh, he retired from the Army and uh, is now, uh, was retired for a long time, and uh, now, once again, is, has returned to the Pentagon, and he is uh, working uh, in, uh, as a contractor uh, with the uh, Pentagon. So he's going to be with us to talk about China, and uh, he's, he's written a really good book on uh, China. It's called Kings of the East. China's plan to eliminate America and impose a communist world order. So if you want to hear from someone who uh, really has a lot of experience in world affairs, um, we want you to hear uh, what he has to say. Uh, He talks about uh, Beijing uh, resetting the world economically. Um, He talks about the ideological instruments it's using to capture all humanity. And included in that, I think, is a lot of social media. We talked about that last week briefly. TikTok. Own Chinese owned uh, oh, yeah. has become quite a topic lately. I've never been on TikTok once. I mean, I do see some videos from TikTok, I guess, on other platforms, maybe. Yes, but I don't have a TikTok account. Eventually, I decided I was like, okay, I'm I not going to do it. No, I, okay, I, I just never have, so yeah. I didn't. Uh, just never did do that, uh, and now I'm glad I didn't. Yes, yeah. you know, and the and, and the more you got into it, you're kind of like, eh, Chinese owned. I don't I don't know about that. I think a lot of things are that way, though. All these face recognition things people do where they make a, where they call them, the, they make the uh, little cartoonish character of you. Yeah. Is that the AI? The AI. Yeah, all that stuff, man. I, uh, it, I think it's taken us to a bad place. I think ultimately, yeah. I mean, these, the folks that do that aren't, and, and most, are they free, most of them? Uh, a lot of them are free. Yeah. yeah. They're not just doing this out of the goodness of their heart. Nope. They're gathering information about you. They are. They've got your face. You've given it to them. Yeah. Maybe they already had it, but you certainly gave it to them and gave them permission to use your likeness. Data is currency now. Yeah. Just more they can accumulate. Absolutely. So uh, we'll get into some of that as well. Um, also, how China is seizing future technologies. Yeah. There's a lot here, and uh, and he'll also talk about China and whether or not uh, it is a prophetic end times player. So uh, we'll take that angle on it as well. So uh, Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis is with us. Uh, his last book was outstanding as well. We did not interview him on it, but I have it. It's uh, Give Me Liberty, Not Marxism. Excellent read. If you want to understand the difference in uh, American ideology and uh, um, Marxist ideology, which is becoming American ideology, quite honestly. Um, it's an outstanding book. Give me liberty, not Marxism. 
is the uh, the name of his uh, previous book. So anyway, just wanted you to know about that. That'll be uh, coming up uh, later this week. Our scheduling is still kind of falling into place, but I had rescheduled this interview from when I was sick a couple of weeks ago. It was on the calendar, supposed to happen, and then when I got sick, um, we uh, we put it off, and then the holidays hit. So we're we're reconnecting and going to try to get that worked out. So uh, anyway, just some of the stuff going on with the program. We do invite you to go to the website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Lots there for you. Find us on social media as well. If you're on social media, not encouraging you to be, but if you are, you can find us there. We do kind of post uh, and try to keep you up to date on what's happening with the program. All right, let's take our final break of the day. We'll come right back on the other side. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hey, Birmingham, this is Christine Kane from the A21 campaign. You are listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Radio. Okay, we are back in for our final few moments with you today. And uh, thanks uh, some of the uh, messages here during the break. Uh, Terry, thank you very much. We're uh, glad you're listening. Uh, apparently, I guess over Facebook, watching over Facebook, thank you. And uh, Grandma Wanda, thank you as well for uh, listening in. We are very glad. Uh, Wanda, we hadn't heard from you in a while, though. Give us a call. Um, she used to call us, uh, oh, ever so often, once a week or so. Always good to hear from you. Yeah, we do have our Facebook uh, Live going, so uh, we do that most days when we're here in the studio live. Some days we're on the road and we're not able to do it, but when we're here in studio most days we uh, have our Facebook Live feed going. So if uh, you're on Facebook, um, you can find that and uh, get a notification when we uh, go on the air. 
and uh, we have people come through the entire program really people come and go so uh, we're glad if that helps you out to be able to keep up with what's happening we're glad to do so all right uh, finally one other story we had mentioned we were going to talk about was um, there's a, a state that people are moving to quite frequently yeah now, we've heard of Texas and Florida and of course Tennessee of course Nashville you hear those all the time but you saw today where people are actually moving to People are moving to Alabama, at least according to U-Haul. So Alabama, Alabama, are they moving to Greenbow? Roll Tide, Roll <laughs> Tide. Alabama was one of two states that saw the largest jump last year in a metric of how many people are moving uh, in. So it was Alabama and Virginia made a huge jump. Really, and so Alabama was ranked. Uh, 46th and uh, let's see where do they go I think they went to 20th hmm. so they jumped 26 states uh, and that's pe- for people moving in pe- people are moving like in, in. A, in a year so we went from being the 46th state yes. where people are moving to to be in the 20th state where people are moving to yeah wow I, I think so if i'm reading this right but uh yeah they're 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 moving in and i can speak as someone who's uh kind of a yankee sort of kind of well i don't know if i've asked you greg mm-hmm. how north do you have to get before you consider someone a yankee is it like well it, would I'll maryland s- qualify for you maybe a little bit dc area um because that's where I, I came know. from. I don't think of Maryland as being north, not yeah. quite. Uh, a lot Tell you where I really think of. What do you think? I think of um, like Kentucky, Ohio. Okay, that, that's the line. That's and, is the that line. sort of the Mason-Dixon line? I guess so. You got the river runs through there, and I know people in Ohio. I've, I've spent a good bit of time there in Cincinnati. They they think people that live in Kentucky, even though they're only a few miles away. Or just redneck Southerners, you know what I mean? That's the South. There's a line there. There really is. Yeah. It's and it's right there. You know, the river that runs right along the state line. Oh yeah. Uh, I, to me, that's what I think of. Yeah, and so it's like, man, I came down for several reasons. One, uh, my wife. You know, I met met her. I was like, okay, I really like this girl. I might have to come back down, and get married. And so I married her, and uh, I love just Southern culture. Love Southern food. Yeah. Incredible. So th- I guess there are just lots of reasons why people are moving. So did, did you consider yourself a Southerner when you lived in Maryland? No. Okay, well, I no. guess you're a Northerner then. I, I guess. Uh, and <laughs> Is people, Northerner and Yankee the same thing? Uh, I, there's overlap, okay. I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, they call me a, a, a darn Yankee with a different word. Oh, okay. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but, I, yeah, I came on south. and. Uh, so uh, what are you? I don't know. You're not Southern. No. Not yet. I, I talk funny. Maybe you will be eventually. I always hear I yet. talk funny. Yeah. Well, you don't sound like us. Yeah. But I then... Mean, is that fair to say? Military kid. I guess I think of myself as a military kid. You know? I if I if And, and so yeah. I moved around. Virginia. So where all did you live? Uh, Virginia. Uh, okay. Indiana, California, Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. So I, I guess that's what I would identify yeah. as. Well... Where would you go in the country where people would go, oh, he sounds like us or he's one of us? I, Is there anywhere? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. May, may, maybe maybe up more north in that area. So I was going to ask you mm-hmm. as I was thinking well, about this. Well, it makes this. you unique here because you don't sound like, you know, we all sound alike. Yeah. And you sound, you've got a, a unique 
flair yeah. to you because of your background. I guess so. It makes uh, you a little different. But what I was going to ask you, Greg, was mm-hmm. if you could live in any other state mm. other than Alabama, because I know you, you travel a lot, you've mm-hmm. seen some cool places, mm-hmm. what state would you choose if you had to move? Um, boy, I could answer that on different levels. Okay, well, what are these different levels? Quality of life. Mm, boy, I don't know. You know, man, I love Southern California. Okay. Weather. Yeah. Love Southern California. And I'm sure weather. you love their politics. But I, yeah. See, well, Southern <laughs> California is somewhat yeah, conservative. That's true. But you're still in California. Yeah. So you got a lot of other factors working against it. Yeah. But, man, if I could just live somewhere for the weather... Mm. can't can't beat orange county or san diego or whatever i mean yeah anywhere through there um yeah i love tennessee tennessee's got a lot of things going for it beautiful Mm -hmm. um and florida okay is is wonderful as well you go from coast to coast yeah but i would um uh, i wouldn't want to live in south florida i've I've been to south florida a lot over the years both sides uh of of the everglades and um, I like it down there, but I don't think I'd want to live there. It's like living in a, especially over on the Miami side, it's like living in a foreign country. Yeah. And I like it, but I wouldn't want to live there. I like to visit. I like to visit. Vacation. But um, I think on in Florida, more up on the Gulf side, more up in the Panhandle, I guess, maybe would be. Okay. If you could find, the night, find a good spot there. They got a lot of things going for them, especially right now with their governor. and Yeah. You know, their tax situation is really good. There's And they got good weather, too, although it does get pretty hot. A little but, buggy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it would be on different levels. I would If I had to just – I like it right here. Yeah. I like Alabama. I really do. I do, too. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not looking to move anywhere else. But that's a good question, though. Where, what about you? Well, I uh, I guess outside of Alabama – I guess you did pick I, I, I chose Alabama <laughs> – but I, th- I think Tennessee. Yeah. I think Tennessee would be it. I just love uh, Gatlinburg area. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you'd yeah. want to be in, in uh, East Tennessee. Yeah, right around East there. Tennessee. West Tennessee is nice, too. Yeah, it's all nice. I mean, Memphis is a big city. It's got its issues a lot like Birmingham does. Yeah. Certain areas. But you get north of Memphis. Nice, nice up through there. Oh, yeah. Re- really nice. Yeah. All righty. That's it for today. We will be back tomorrow and um, do it again. Five until seven, right here on WXJC Radio. We thank you for being with us during our uh, talk in the afternoons. Phil Williams and Right Side Radio starts at two o'clock, ends at five. We pick it up at five and go till seven. So you've got good conservative Christians doing talk radio right here on 101.1 FM, and we are thrilled to do so. Uh, lend your support uh, to uh, Right Side and Priority Talk any way you possibly can. God bless you. We'll do it again on Wednesday. You join us.